Hey, I'm Kayla Hansen. And I'm Crystal Blasco. We're sisters, home organizers, coffee, and cocktail lovers, and hosts of this witty show, Well-Ordered, Well-Lived. Grab your favorite beverage and join us as we have fun and curious conversations with ourselves and others about home solutions, family, and reinvesting in new experiences. Let's Let's do do this. this. Well, well, welcome to this episode of Well-Ordered, Well-Lived. I'm Kayla Hansen. I'm here with my sister and co-host, as always, Crystal Blasco. Hey, hey. Hello. I was wondering what you were going to do because yesterday in the car you said, why do I always have to introduce you? You said, I think that you should just start saying your own name. <laughs> so, hello, I'm Crystal Blasco. Well, I you didn't look at me oh. and I was pointing at you like, and go, here's oh, your time. Funny. So, I guess we don't have really good sister connection right now. We don't have that. Okay. So, you didn't. Okay. Next time. Next uh, time. Okay. I'm here. I, thank you. Okay. Okay, well, I just need to breathe real quick. Okay. <laughs> I know we've been kind of One, your your chair started squeaking and we've been like moving around things. My at the heart last is racing, and honestly, I need to do a quick breathing technique. Okay? You're so funny, like that. What <laughs> I do this every single time. I don't know if it's because of the intro or. When we have guests, because you usually... You get nervous. We, yeah, I am. Well, that's because we have a guest on today. Who's like, yeah, she's so okay. fun. And so that is exactly why I want to take a, a breather for myself. You did say, you're like, <laughs> I'm kind of nervous today. I am, but I'm super well, like excited. A good exci- like a good nervous, because oh, uh, yeah. this is going to be some powerful stuff. Yes. So... So today's guest, I'm just going to get into it because she is a three-time certified breathwork teacher with over 200 hours of teaching or teacher training. She has, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, You may do it? Yeah. A Reiki energy therapist. (laughs) I'm like literally, I don't know if it's my my caffeine. Oh my gosh. She is a Reiki energy therapist and the founder of The Healing Space in Grand Rapids, Michigan. After battling 16 plus years of her own chronic health issues through Lyme disease, she discovered the importance of using integrative approach to physical, mental, and emotional healing to empower her own journey. And so much more, you guys. We're going to learn so much about her. So I think that's why I'm so like, I have so much to talk about. so so funny. Sam, hello. hello. Welcome. Hi, ladies. (laughs) Hello. I also wanted to like, that was part of my intro too. I was like, she has like the best voice. She's so calming. So So I'm going to try to help that intro that I did for you because I'm thankful for my co-host and her swooping in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. You'll be calm. You'll be so calm by the end of this episode because (laughs) Sam is, she just brings that, just that mad, that energy magic to calm your soul. She really does. But like in a, in a good way. So Sam, we have so much to talk about. How are you? I'm doing great this morning. Awesome. Happy Friday. Yes. And it's, it's a Friday, so we're excited about that. I woke up with like this itchy kind of horse voice and I'm like, great, I'm recording. Again, I have that going on in my mind. So I have a lemon honey water right now oh, and that is what on. I'm sipping on. So I've huh. got a passion tea. Mm, hot my favorite. Tea. My favorite. Yeah. Sam, what are you sipping on? I'm drinking lemon water as well. <gasps> hot lemon water. Oh my gosh. It's, it's meant to be. You should already be calm right now. I, okay, okay, I am. Can you start? <laughs> you start as well. Oh goodness. So Sam, we'll dive into some things, but I wanna I wanna first um, you know, let people know a little bit of your background. I'll I'll kind of do a little start here. So we 
virtually met about a year ago. We um, were on a kind of like a social media group last spring, and it was learning more about Instagram. We were part of this virtual group, and I remember saying to Kayla, I mean, instantly, everybody who was on in this group has a bunch of, like, we were all across the gamut of what our professions were and trades and our, our jobs and why we were wanting to grow our social media accounts. One, I was thrilled because what you do, I secretly, I, mean, I love it and I have gone to you, but I wish that I could do it myself. Like, I wish that I had the capacity to learn the way you have to to teach this healing to other people. So one, I was like, I just love her, her what she does every day. And two, you were local to us. And I thought, oh my gosh, what happens if we could like actually become friends? Because <laughs> because you're yeah. you're local and I just there's just so, something about sharing that entrepreneurial life with somebody who's local because it can be kind of a lonely world, you know? And so yeah, absolutely. and so we started following you. Um, I mean like I think I followed you on all my socials and, and we kind of been keeping an eye on things. And then COVID happened because I thought, oh, I'm going to schedule a Reiki and energy and healing session with you uh, last summer. And then we didn't really travel much. And, and I don't know if you were actually doing your in-house sessions, but we stayed in touch, you know, through social media. And then once we kind of rounded into this year, I thought, and we, you know, had had our podcast start. I'm like, we've got to get Sam on. I've got to get up there. I want to do this treatment. I've been following for her for a year. I love everything that she does. You started your own podcast. And so there was so much happening. So that's that's the background of like how this evolved into us collaborating with you on this episode. Now talk about if you if you wouldn't mind, like a brief, brief, like, you know, background of like what your story is and and kind of what took you down this journey? Yeah, absolutely. So it was around 15 um, that I started dealing with some serious health ailments um, and imbalances, first with Bell's palsy, which is facial paralysis. And it's really rare at 15 to develop facial paralysis, something that usually develops later in life. And um, so after the facial paralysis, I was dealing with that for about six months. And allopathic medicine had no answers for me. So tried all the steroids and antivirals and everything that they threw at me and nothing worked. And it put me into a really depressed state of mind. Um, it was the first time in my life I actually felt depressed. And mm. of course, at 15, you're already so impressionable. So right. to go into high school with half your face paralyzed, it mm. was truly traumatizing. Oh and gosh. I really lost trust in traditional Western medicine around that time. Um, and then what happened was my health just continued to take a downward spiral um, and just started getting all these mystery symptoms, eczema and all these crazy food allergies and really bad fatigue. And the doctors, again, had no answers for me. Um, I actually kept going on with my life and um, got really into like nutrition and eating healthy and exercising and thinking that that would help things. And it did quite a bit. But at 24, I developed Bell's palsy again, um, this time on the right side of my face. And that's when I had this huge wake-up call. Like, I need to do something drastic because the way I'm living my life right now at the time, I was in a really high-stress, nine-to-five job and just in this very male-dominant energy of go, go, go and do, do, do and thinking I had to climb this corporate ladder. Um, and I 
decided to take my healing into my own hands during that time. And I used all of these natural alternative modalities like essential oils and meditation and um, acupuncture. And I healed my facial paralysis within 20 days. And that was the first time in my life I really saw the capacity for self-healing within the body. And I just grew so passionate about it from my own conditions. And then it was about two years later that I found out I was healing chronic Lyme disease. And for all of those years, and that was finally the answer I had. And then I went on my own healing journey that took me pretty deep. um, And I was able to heal the chronic Lyme within a year using everything from bee venom therapy, which is singing yourself with live honeybees, to ozone therapy, to saunas, to colonics and coffee enemas. And then, of course, breath work and meditation. I was able to heal it using no antibiotics or anything. And so that's kind of my background and why I'm so passionate about showing other people how to heal their body from the inside out using natural approaches. And almost all of my clients can attest to just being really frustrated with the allopathic medicine community and receiving no answers or root causes as to why they have all of these symptoms and instead just them trying to throw medicine at it. And so most of my clients that come to me, they're looking to heal the root and instead of just continuing to heal symptoms. Wow. Yeah, that you've you've definitely had quite the journey. And I I mean I'm I I'm not glad you went through all of that, but I'm glad of of where you have where you are now, like discovering all of that, like you can have the self healing and the power and the empowerment that it, that provides for you to heal yourself and to help others. What would you say? Cause you had a couple of other things that you tried, you know, how did you even, I know I've, I've, I know you're a little bit of your, your story and you've always liked to be in the kitchen. So nutrition was always something that, that kind of comes second nature to you. So it's probably one of the first things that you you started to to heal with on some of the other non-traditional ways like how did you know like did you just jump on google or did you start seeing a breathwork or i, I don't even want to call it all breathwork because you you did list a, a a plethora of other things did you go see a functional a functional medicine doctor or how did you know um, kind of what steps to take like what would be somebody else's approach to that yeah, so for me, I have always been a really heavy researcher. So it was me doing a lot of my own research and um, self-learning. Um, so I put literally like thousands of hours into reading and listening to podcasts and reading um, scientific data online and just trying to get to that root cause. I do have a more functional Um, medicine practitioner I work with now, but it has always been me coming to her with what I think I have going on and then asking for the test. Um, So I really suggest people be their own advocate and take their health into their own hands. I think a lot of times at a very young age, we're just used to giving our power away. And that's why a lot of us can't heal um, because we are just following the rules and blindly following whatever the doctor says without really getting to the root cause. And for me, it was about getting very in tune with my body and connecting deeper to that inner wisdom that I had. And meditation and breath work allowed me to do that. So I didn't find breath work until about 2017. And I tried it for the first time in Brooklyn and it completely blew my mind. And I was knew right away I had to bring it back 
to West Michigan. At that time, I was already seeing clients for both holistic nutrition and Reiki energy therapy. Um, so I knew it would be just a beautiful organic um, add-on to my services. And then it became my main focus once I saw all the transformation, not only in my own life, but with my one-on-one clients. Because what's so great about breathwork is you feel that instant shift. Uh, and again, it's building that body awareness, connecting you deeply to your intuition. And it was actually in a breathwork journey that I received the uh, download, I would call it, that I need to be tested for Lyme disease, that this is something I need to look into. So I would have had no idea until I, unless I had discovered breathwork, that this is really what was going on with me. And many of my clients will attest to the same, that they just feel this deepened mind-body connection. And they feel so in tune with their bodies and empowered to commit to their own healing after breathwork. And so it's almost like, or it was in your case, you know, doing that told you exactly what you needed. That's fantastic that clients can actually get into that, to that space of the mind and then they, it's just so quiet and then they can just listen to their own. Wow. I love that. Now, Sam, could you explain um, to our listeners exactly what Reiki energy is. I heard you mention that and I loved that I had that treatment with you and we can go into that. But um, since since breathwork and Reiki are kind of your main um, healing treatments or the services that you offer, I would say the majority, would you, is that what your, your majority is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would Could you explain what Reiki um, healing or a Reiki session is like and what that what that means? Yeah, so I almost always combine uh, my healing sessions with both breathwork and Reiki because breathwork is more yang, where Reiki is very yin. And Reiki just simply means life force energy in Japanese. And it's a form of energy healing. There are literally hundreds of forms of energy healing. Uh, Reiki is just one of them. But Reiki is a form of healing that really restores and balances the flow of energy in the body or, again, the chi. And at a cellular level, all we are is energy. Quantum mm-hmm. physicists have now shown this. They now have the tools to measure this, that we are all literally just energy. And so our emotional body and our energetic body are closely linked because Emotion is just energy in motion. And so by releasing any blockages emotionally within the body, through the energetic body, through the seven chakras, we're able to really clear away a lot of that heaviness. And it just leaves you feeling so deeply restored and renewed from the inside out. So it just helps remove those energy deficiencies and blockages. And it also activates the body's own natural ability to heal because we're really activating that parasympathetic state of rest and digest. And if you're in that sympathetic state of fight or flight nonstop, then your body's never going to have the chance to heal. It only heals in the parasympathetic state and Reiki brings you to that place. And that's why after a session, people just feel so grounded and restored from the inside out. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is is good because you, so you can talk about your experience, but when Mm -hmm. Crystal came back, she's like, I loved it. I don't know if you would. And so I've been listening to your your podcast and And let me preface, I said that, or let me expound on that. I said that because, so I'm a natural by workout. I'm I'm yoga. I really like the more relaxing. Um, which one is that, Sam? Is that the Yang or the Yin? Yeah, the Yin. The, yeah, yin. the so, Yin. So I love yeah. that that experience. I love facials. I love massages. You don't like that sort of stuff, and so I thought the only reason I was afraid. Oh, no, I like all that stuff. 
it's just hard for me to like you, do, you don't calm slow down. down yeah yeah you're, you're like I, I can't do yoga you've mm-hmm. said I don't like yoga I don't want to do any of that stuff because I can't slow my mind down so that's all you do in this is like you're laying still mm-hmm. I it, it, it's not it's not quietness all the time I remember when I first got on the table and Sam was saying that you were going to guide me with breath work for 45 minutes and I said do people fall asleep doing that I was so afraid that I wouldn't be able to stay awake and you were like Sam said oh no like this is going to be it's very active and it was it was incredible so that's when I said I'm not sure you would like it because you're not really you were you're sitting still and then the energy part too it's very relaxing and you're sitting still but you think you're gonna like it oh yeah because I need it I, I tried meditation on my own and I can't so I think I need that yeah. like, guide and experience. And I mean, I listened to your podcast and I'm already like, it already is starting to calm me, but I need I need to be in-house or figure this out for myself. Um, so that's why I'm so glad that, you know, we found you, we came across you and then Crystal actually went through it, um, you know, because she's our guinea pig. So we just send her out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, no, I, and again, your voice is just like, I think that's the calming part. And I, that's, that's it. <laughs> Sam, do you think that you find that more often is that you have clients that come to you, do they have an ailment p- particularly, or is it somebody like me who just likes that lifestyle and so I'm the curiosity of it? And I just know that that's what my body needs. Or do you have clients like that's like Kayla and that says, Hey, I want to try this, but I just don't know how. I don't really know what's wrong anywhere, but I think that this would be good for me. Kind of like, what's your, what's the gamut there on people who see you and why? Yeah, yeah, it's really across the spectrum. And uh, what Kayla touched on is very common in many of my clients. And I have a lot of male clients too that come to me that they've never meditated a day in their life. And they don't really have a lot of interest in meditating, but they still want to feel that Zen state that meditation brings you. And that's what's so great about breathwork because it bypasses the analytical, the logical mind, the monkey mind, and it drops you back into the body. And most people attest that it's the deepest meditative state they have ever been in. And Crystal, like you experienced, Mm -hmm. it literally almost takes you into this type of -of out-of-body experience. And so... Many people have that. It's this effortless flow and alignment that you drop into in about 10 to 15 minutes. So for those who have a really difficult time meditating or quieting their minds, breath work is actually an excellent practice for them because technically it's an active meditation. It's also a form of somatic therapy, meaning it just gets you back into the body to release a lot of the stress and tension that you're holding on to, engages with the nervous system to release all of that heaviness. And so many people find that the only time that they can quiet their minds is when they engage in this breath work, and that's why they love it so much. Um, And many of my clients are also dealing with a lot of anxiety, generalized anxiety, depression, PTSD. And then I have other clients who just want a deeper spiritual connection or that want to connect um, with their higher self, with their intuition to really open up, like I had discussed, that inner wisdom and really build that mind-body connection again. So it really is all over the board with the people who come to me. Um, But I primarily work with females. I do see males as well. But I'll say females is kind of my main demographic. Sure. And then that that's kind of what I – it is an out-of-body experience, I feel like. I can, can – Yes, 100% attest to that. And I think what's been great for me is having walked away, and I've, I've done one session with you, and I can't wait to come back, but I have tapped into that that memory or that, and, and you, were, you were even said, Sam, you said, 
you're going to get out of this what your body needs, you know, so don't, don't um, have expectations for something and don't force your body to do something or force your thoughts or your mind. You're going to get out of it what you need. Then it's crazy. I've been able to tap back into some of those visions and some of those things that I experienced while going through that session. And it's, it's like, it's, I don't see anything new or haven't experienced anything new, so to speak, but it's still, it's equally as helpful because it, it sort of just brings me back and calms me back down. Um, so those, that experience is still working, you know, a few weeks later. Is that normal? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 Many people will say that they have, um, this deep connection to their intuition along with their dream state for days to weeks afterwards. I call it the post breathwork glow. Mm -hmm. And absolutely, you're really starting to access more of the subconscious mind, the limbic brain. It also starts to open up the pineal gland, which is the seat of our inner wisdom. So it really allows you to just think out of the box a little bit more and to receive more of those intuitive knowings that you need for your life. And it brings so much clarity to your life as well. I think a really neat thing too was I had never experienced anything like this. And so it was a really neat um, exercise, So I guess, for me to see what, because physically I know what my body can do. You know, I've done yoga or CrossFit and I know how to push it in that regard. I've really never pushed or or like um, done anything additional with my mind. And so it was really neat to see how I could you know, fall into this trance or this deep meditation and experience. It was, it was powerful for me to be like, wow, like my body can do that. You know, it was such a, mm-hmm. it was just a really neat experience to walk away. It reminds you how powerful the, the mind is, the, the entire, like the spirit, the, the whole body. And, um, it was just something I had never experienced before. And it's, I can see how it's addicting for people, um, because mm. it is healing. What is a typical sort of protocol or how often should, should people get something like this done? Yeah. So typically I recommend minimum once a month. I have many clients that will see me once a month in person in my Grand Rapids office. And then they may also attend one of my virtual workshops, which I host bi-weekly. Um, so typically minimum once a month. There are some clients that I see twice a month and some clients I see once a week. So okay. it really just depends on their goals. Um, I've also done this breath work in different trainings where I'm breathing this way every day for 20 days in a row, for example. Mm-hmm. And that is really, really powerful. Many people can do the one session and they feel like they need a couple weeks of integration to process everything that they experienced during the journey, just because it can be so powerful for them that um, they'll come back in like three to four weeks and then we'll, we'll go again. And which it's so cool because each session is so unique and one is never like the other. And like uh, I had mentioned, the wisdom, the breath always gives you exactly what you need in a session, no more, no less. So a lot of people have some fear coming into it or uncertainty, uh, just not knowing what's going to arise, or maybe they have a lot of shadows that are hidden away within the subconscious mind, a lot of painful memories that they haven't faced in a very long time. And the breath works in a very gentle way. So again, never gives you more than you can handle. Um, and it just always ceases to amaze me and humbles me as to what comes through for people mm-hmm. during a breathwork journey, because some people experience vivid memories and emotions in their past, 
relevant to their healing. Other people just have a physical body experience where they're feeling a lot of energy flowing and moving. And then other people will have type out of body type of experiences where they feel like they're almost going into different dimensions, really expanding their consciousness and connecting spiritually. So it's just such a beautiful process. So, so with all that said, do you recommend that pregnant women go and try this? I mean, there's so many different experiences that that can come out of this. Is this like too much for somebody going through that kind of stuff? Yeah, so I don't recommend pregnant women do breath work. Um, We will, so for example, I have some clients who work together in the first trimester and we'll do a slow breath pattern for about 20 minutes or so, more of a grounding breath pattern, nothing too intense or cathartic. And then the rest of the time I'll guide them into Reiki. But as you know, you know, as you go into the second and third trimester, you really can't lay on your back for very long. And so that's why I don't recommend it for pregnant women. Okay. And then you mentioned that you do your virtual workshops, and I know we've kind of been shut down for your actual in-person workshops. Do you have plans to start those up again, like once we kind of open back up, or have you? are you going to stick with the virtual route for a bit? So I will continue the virtual no matter what, because now I have clients from all over the world that tune in, which is really cool, uh, all at different time zones. And if they can't attend the live, they just watch the replay. But I love the in-person workshops. I like live for those. Okay, I'm so good. Because I'm coming to the next one. So yeah. I'm like, please have those again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, they are so powerful, so magical. There's never a dry tear in the entire a class. It is really cool, the collective energy that um, just ripples out and mm-hmm. everyone's breath and hearts connect. And it's just so powerful. And I am looking for an outdoor space in the summer mm-hmm. um, because doing breathwork in nature is extremely potent. I've done a lot of breathwork trainings where I'm in nature, either in like Costa Rica or in Asheville, North Carolina. And it is always more transformative in nature, in my experience. And so I, in the future, plan on having a breathwork shala somewhere in nature here in Michigan. Oh, my gosh. That's That's the one I want to attend. Mm -hmm. I want to go on a hike, and then I want to go and do this on the top Mm -hmm. of a mountain. That's what I want to do. Okay, sign me up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Sam, what? I mean, there's so much that happens in these sessions, and even as you're just talking about the virtual retreats, what does this do for you? Like, how – because you guided me through my whole – my whole session. And so even you were even doing some of the breath work. You're in the middle of, you know, lighting the sage or smudging, or I'm not even sure if I'm using the right terminology, but you have all the essential oils. And so there's energy movement within your, your being as well. So is this exhausting for you after a session or does it energize you or what is, what does that do to your, your psyche, my guess? Yeah, so it actually energizes me. I go into a very uh, deep meditative state, actually, when I'm guiding breathwork myself. And it's kind of like my ego takes a step back and I become this clear channel for whatever needs to flow through me. So I'm actually, when I'm leading either a group session or a one-on-one client, 
um, I'm either praying over the client as we're working together, sending the energy healing over the client. And then as you um, experience the smudging, clearing the space, clearing your auric body, keeping the space really clear, using different crystals, different aromatherapy, um, different healing touch, depending on what I feel you need most. And so it's actually a very spiritual experience for me, Mm -hmm. uh, guiding the process and something that I absolutely love. Oh, that's awesome. I always, I would wonder with that because you, you know, there was a lot going on. I'm like, how, how do you, I always think about that after a therapy session, you know, after I leave my therapist and I'm like, is she just exhausted? You know, like how does she go home and shut her brain off? So I'm glad that it gives you the energy because it's, it's such a neat experience. Sam is definitely a multitasker then. She could there's touch a, you over here, do this over here, there knows was exactly a, what to do. Oh there was gosh. music going. Oh, gosh, yeah. it, was such a, it was such a beautiful thing. Um, I, I know I don't want to um, – I know we have a little bit of time with you, but I want to dive in um, before we run out because I can talk forever about, you know, what you actually do in your, in your sessions. But can we talk a little bit about some of your personal experiences and the way that you've continued to sort of stretch – your craft by learning and by experiencing some of these other things, um, like your what's the one Ayahuasca? Yeah, I'm gonna. Ceremony? I know. I'm like, I'm gonna oh say it wrong. Okay, Kayla's first of obsessed. all, this was fantastic, and that's something that I have wanted to venture into. And just listening to your podcast, and it's like, okay, it, you don't recommend it to everybody. Um, you got to be in the right state of mind. That it took you several years. You knew that you wanted to do it, but then you talked with your husband. Um, but you actually didn't go until later. Um, and just your experience. So again, listen to our podcast, you guys, because. Part one has already come out, and that was episode 34. Okay, let us know when part two is coming out, or stay tuned for that because that one's going to be a good – part one was already so good. Real quick, (laughs) real quick, Sam has a podcast that's called Heal, Mm -hmm. um, H-E-A-L, so it's the Heal podcast, and there is so much good – you do breathwork sessions on your podcast. You tell this incredible story, this part one of – ayahuasca mm-hmm. am i saying it right i know yeah, there's so many things that um i'm learning with all of this but you have incredible stories and we don't have to go into the details of that entire experience but um you know are there is there something else that you are that you were thinking about you know that's been on your mind to do and how do you keep how do you keep being inspired to continue these new experiences Tra- does travel do that yeah. for you or well so i i don't believe i can I can only take my clients as far as I'm willing to go as a facilitator and as a teacher mm-hmm. and a healer. So because of that, I've taken my healing to the farthest limits uh, <laughs> with ayahuasca, which is an indigenous plant medicine I did in Mexico in January with my husband. Uh, that was by far the most intense plant medicine experience I've had. Um, I have done mushrooms. I've microdosed with mushrooms, magic mushrooms, or psilocybin. I've done combo frog medicine, which I also talk about on the podcast, um, which is frog venom from the Amazon jungle. And, and then the ayahuasca. And that was, I had already heard a deeply spiritual and healing experience. And again, like you touched on, I knew about it for eight years before I actually committed and signed up. I was actually supposed to go to Peru for two weeks um, when COVID first came. And of course, that was canceled. So I'm glad it didn't 
turn out that way because that healing retreat would have been even more intense. Um, so Mexico was the perfect um, amount of medicine that I needed. It was two ayahuasca ceremonies. And I, again, definitely do not recommend it uh, to anyone unless they feel deeply called to it because it was for myself after years of this deep self-exploration of doing breath work and mushrooms and all kinds of different plant medicines and healing modalities, nothing could have prepared me for ayahuasca and how deep and dark it took me. Now, my husband, he has a really good childhood, really great upbringing. And for him, ayahuasca was a pretty light experience. Um, so the more trauma that you're holding on to, the deeper and the darker the ayahuasca experience likely is going to be. And so that's why I always recommend starting out with something like breath work. And I talk about this in the podcast, but I've actually received many of the same insights, ahas and healings in breath work than I did in ayahuasca. But ayahuasca comes along with a, of course, like nine hour trip of my case, where once you drink the medicine, you're in it and there's no going back. And so it also is a very um, spiritual experience where you definitely are going into other dimensions where like that veil is really, it just dissolves away uh, between this physical world and the spiritual world. And so because of that it can feel like spiritual warfare, which it definitely did for me. Um, and the second uh, ceremony was very cathartic, very healing. I definitely do not regret it, but I likely will not do it again. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll change my mind. Again, it was absolutely the hardest thing I've ever gone through, both mentally and emotionally and physically, it is really, really intense. So this is not for the faint of heart. Um, and at times it was really terrifying as well. From start to finish, how long was the process? Like what you, I know you, you had to take some medicine and then you hopped on a plane and there was some travel and there was some prep for your body. Not, so not, not quite including like the, the fasting and the body prep that you had to do, but actual maybe like getting on the plane to like what, you know, when you came home, was it like a, was it a four or five day experience? Uh, no. So I was there for about 10 days oh. and yeah, uh, the actual retreat, uh, the ayahuasca retreat itself was six days and that included two ayahuasca ceremonies in that time. And so when you drink the medicine, the ayahuasca, it's in a very ceremonial setting, just like in breath work. So it's a very sacred setting. There's a lot of intention setting, prayer, smudging, um, protection that's going on before you actually drink the medicine. And once you drink the medicine, it's in your system. See, we drank it around 9 p.m. And then we didn't end until around 4 a.m. that morning. So you drink it at night and it's an all night type of experience. Um, and you also likely work in the dark. So in my experience, we worked in the dark. So there was no candles, no lights, nothing. Um, and then there's a lot of really intense shamanic music as well. Um, and that takes you even deeper into the experience, into the psyche. So if you are afraid of what you're going to see in your subconscious mind in uh, meditation or breath work, then ayahuasca definitely would not be for you <laughs> because it's literally going to wow. pull out all of the darkest demons um, and you face them essentially. Can, can you hit a panic button at all? Like, is there any way that if you're if you're getting in too deep, can they can they dilute? Can you drink something to dilute and sort of like um, make take the yeah take you off the medicine or take you off? 
can you can you stop the ceremony? No. Oh goodness no. gracious! That's why you gotta think about it, Crystal. No, you gotta think about yeah, it. And make was, sure you're ready. <laughs> yeah, there was even a man there who is a um, psychologist from France. So there's people from all over the world. And at one point, I remember my husband was walking around. He told me this the next day, but that he um, was having a really hard time, this gentleman was, and he told my husband he was on the brink of having a psychiatric breakdown. So it pushes you. I mean, I felt like I didn't exist anymore. I'll I'll give you that, where Mm. my physical body was no longer here. I was dead as I knew it, um, and I was trapped in hell as I knew it. (laughs) So that was my experience for a couple of hours, feeling like I didn't exist. I remember at one point even like, just t- trying to touch my physical body to see if I was here to breathe. I had noticed I wasn't breathing for a long time. And then all of a sudden, like, <gasps> you know, just taking a huge gasp of breath. And then at the same time, you're vomiting, you feel sick to your stomach. It makes you vomit, makes you purge. Um, you're sweating. You are seeing all these crazy um, for me. It's like, uh, cause it's a hallucinogenic plant medicine so you're seeing all of these crazy patterns and movements and and colors and that's all you can see and that in itself can be really just make you very nauseous on top of everything so I'm sweating I feel like I don't exist I'm puking it's it is it's so hard to even describe um but yeah I do not recommend it uh because it's a there are many people who have just gone down to the Amazon or down to Peru and done plant medicine and it can re-traumatize them or again if they're if they're taking medication they're not supposed to be taking it interacts with almost every single medication so you have to go off everything um like antidepressants for example and it can actually cause seizures and or death I mean this is a very serious um plant medicine and drug wow I have zero desire to do it, but <laughs> I'm. Eyes were just yeah. like what? But I was fascinated listening to your story. I mean, and yes, listeners, this is not something that you just say. I'm gonna just try this next summer. Um, I mean, same as a trained professional with years and years and years and years of experience, years and years and years and years of research of this specific ceremony. So this is this is good stuff, but. Um, it's scary, but it is some of those things like I think any sort of healing is scary. So maybe not, you know, not needing to go to the lengths that you did, but but digging out the root cause of some of the trauma, um, people hold on to that for such a long time. And so, yeah, finding finding the balance between that from uh, ayahuasca ceremony to maybe just a little bit of like Reiki or breath work. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a little bit lighter, closer to home too, closer you think? To home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And you had mentioned, Sam, I wanted to touch briefly on, um, you had talked about some supplements earlier. Um, oh. Yeah, so we, I, I did. I mean, I'm taking some of the supplements that you recommended. Um, I'm doing some. I'll say so. Oh, so oh, okay. Rick, Rick, I will in a second. <laughs> Sam, will you talk about um, what adaptogens are? Yeah, absolutely. So adaptogens are specific herbs that adapt to what your body needs to bring it back into state of homeostasis and or balance. So for example, if you have low infertility or low libido or you're fatigued all the time, 
you likely are dealing with adrenal fatigue. And a lot of adaptogen herbs uh, work with the body to really help support and nourish the adrenal glands and to bring the body back into a state of vitality and to really balance out those subtle hormones that we have as females. And so some adaptogen herbs I love for just naturally lowering stress and balancing hormones would be like ashwagandha, or maca root, or rhodiola, and of course, they all have different um, interactions within the bodies, and I would recommend different adaptogen herbs for different people, but Mm -hmm. there are so many adaptogen herbs that just really serve the body in such a beautiful and gentle way without side effects and can naturally boost mood, can naturally reduce stress and anxiety, so I always like to help my clients in any way they can to support their nervous system without having to use uh, prescription medications or to maybe lower their prescription medications and start using some of these natural substances instead. And it really is such an amazing tool to, again, nourish the body and to support your nervous system. You have, and talking about all that stuff, you have your Amazon stress relief and balance shopping list, mm-hmm. which I thought, I was like, whoa, there's some good stuff on here. Mm-hmm. People can find that through your link tree on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, like, don't get on there and try everything. You know, reach out to Sam, reach out to your functional medicine doctor, you know, or um, because I I even told Sam, hey, I I tried this, this, this because I saw it on Instagram and Sam was like, "Uh, I don't know if I would, you know, mix these two things together. And so that some of that stuff, it's not like it's, um, I don't know if there's a right way and a wrong way, but there's definitely, um, there's a better way. And so I did, I stopped some other things because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, And so, yeah, Sam recommended a couple of things for me. And I came back and I was telling my sister about it. Um, So I I am doing the maca root and then the shilajit. Yeah, I can never say it, but I do have that on order. But Sam, so that one I want to say we did order that for my mom, for myself, and for my sister. So, <laughs> yeah, yes. we loved it. We 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 watched the like we've watched videos on it. We've done a little bit of research. And so, even though like you say that you you recommend things specific for each client, I took your recommendation and I it's their choice, but mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hey, my girl told me that this would be good for me." <laughs> and so, that one do you feel is okay to is that semi-universal? <laughs> The, the shilajit? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just because it contains over 84 trace minerals, so it's so detoxifying to the body, which everyone can use. Mm-hmm. Um, and then absolutely to support women's both thyroid and hormonal balance. And the fact that it is slightly energizing, too, so you don't have to rely so much on caffeine. You can have that natural boost in energy um, and still feel good throughout the day without that crash. So absolutely, I love shilajit. Yay! <laughs> We're waiting for that to come in. Yes. That- <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know mom's excited, too. Yeah, she is. Ugh. And so there's, we could talk about so much. I mean, we had talked about Sam in our session, um, a candida, a candida in the body and a candida cleanse and the inflammation. And there's just so much that's, that's in our bodies that is providing, is, is toxic. And there are ways to cleanse that. And like you said, like mentally, spiritually, kind of just going through the, to the, to the root cause and, you know, what you've experienced and, and new things that, that are out there to try and, you know, not just turning to Western medicine and just clogging our systems with just stuff that's so unhealthy, um, whether it's diet. And so we could talk a, a And long- listening to your body. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's there's so much. And and thankfully, Sam, you are an incredible resource and you have provided um, you know, a, an outlet for people to if they can't get to you on a for a one-on-one session, they can connect with you virtually. You do virtual breathwork sessions. You have a podcast that's so popular and you have such incredible content on that podcast. So, um, I think there's is there, there's a good chance for a lot of people to connect with you and learn some really valuable information. Um, what's next for you? What's next for the healing space or for Sam personally? Is there any other new experiences or what's to come here? Yeah. So like I had briefly mentioned, my next goal is to find a space in nature. My husband and I right now, we live downtown Grand Rapids in the city. And so our next move is going to be finding a plot of land and building. And then I I'm really looking to also build a small healing center there. Um, I also do retreats um, pre-COVID, both here in Michigan and internationally. And so I would like to start those up again because, again, just really when you immerse yourself in this healing, instead of just coming in for one session and then going back home to maybe a very chaotic atmosphere or life, when you have that time, whether it's just a few days, Um, or a weekend or a week to really make yourself a priority, make your healing a priority. And then you're doing things like breath work every single day and just spending time in nature and meditating and practicing yoga. It truly can lead to some deep transformation within a very short period of time. And so I'm really passionate about those healing retreats. And then again, doing breath work in nature and even maybe on the lakeshore too. So I love water breath work. It's something that I have been looking to do with a group here um, that I experienced and I'm trained in and something I just haven't had the opportunity yet to do because of COVID. So I'm hoping to bring water breath work into my practice as well. Real quick teaser. What was that like you're laying on a paddleboard or something and like just being out in nature on the water doing it? Or what is like a, what's a quick... Uh, description of what's, what's water breath work? Yeah, so you actually have a snorkel and goggle. And <laughs> Crystal, you have, Crystal's thinking yeah, she's balancing so, on something. That's cool. <laughs> um, the, everyone has a partner, and you're just laying completely flat um, huh. right above the water with your head submerged in the water. Yes. And you are actually doing the same breath work modality that I teach, but underwater. And so you do it a little shorter, somewhere like 30 minutes or so. Um, Sometimes you can go a little longer and you do it underwater. And it's the most peaceful experience that I've ever had. Um, And it's just, it creates an entirely different experience within the body and within the mind too. A lot of people can actually release birth trauma in water breath work because it, it mimics the womb space. Uh, when you're there. So it's really cool uh, what can come out of water breath work. Oh my God. I'm so glad you asked that, Crystal. Because yeah. now, geez. You might have birth trauma. You almost Ooh. got stuck in the canal, didn't you, Kayla? There's <laughs> <laughs> a big break, baby. Break my collarbone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That's so that's, this is especially why people need to get connected with you or follow you. Um, your website is samcalawar.com, social at samcalawar, and of course your awesome podcast, Heal with Sam Calawar. I mean, 
Can I say it one more time? Sam Calaboard. <laughs> Get to know her. Follow, follow her. her. Um, or, yeah, go seriously. to it. If you're local, mm-hmm. I recommend – I mean, Sam, I know I follow you on Instagram, so you're, you're booked for the whole month of April, and you're probably already booked for May for some of your one-on-ones. So that's how that's how powerful she has, guys. Like, so get on her um, get on her calendar and her schedule for this summer. And and I don't want to I don't want to downplay it um, as like a treat yourself, but it's it's kind of that way. I mean, it is such a cool form of self care, and it you leave there and you're just I don't know. I can't again. I can't even describe it. I'm doing a terrible job describing it because it's that <laughs> it's that magical. Um, but you no. are you're booked up, so get on the calendar for the summer. But she has her virtual classes. Yeah, but the, so. the in person is okay. where it's at <laughs> if, you're, if you're local. Start somewhere, okay? That's that's basically what we're trying to say. All right. Well, Sam, thank you again, and we. Sam, Can yeah, we. we I know. Can we have you on? Uh, you know, after 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 we do one of your in person retreats, we're gonna bring you back and we're gonna talk about that three of us yeah. together again. Yeah, I love that. Okay, oh, okay, you're you. on record, so we, we got this. All right, well, thank you so much again, and take care. All right, thank you, ladies. Bye-bye. Bye, bye, Sam. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe.